0: to the Midwest Happy Hour for your hosts Lacey and Haley.
1: Join us for a drink and a chat with a new Midwest small town perspective on topics that will keep you learning, laughing, and
0: growing. So let's get into it. Cheers! Cheers. Perfect. Yeah,
2: whatever you want. Alright.
0: Do I have to be on camera? Wait, don't try it. We haven't tried it yet. No, we haven't.
1: (laughs) Okay, should we we begin? Yes. Okay, welcome back everyone to another edition of What Are We Drinking? (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I have a hole in my lip. It's called The Grinch. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I really haven't drank rum in like a while, but...
2: Where does the green come from?
1: The Midori Melon Liqueur. Yeah, which honestly you can make a lot of stuff out of. So like I'm excited to begin this journey of mixology with Midori.
0: Yeah. Yeehaw. I've never heard
2: of it.
0: I like... I'm not like a big mixed drink person. Yeah. I feel like for the most part... If I, like, I could have one of these, and then I wouldn't order one again.
1: I mean, yeah, they're pretty, uh, like, sugary or whatever, you know? I mean, the Sprite has sugar in it. The melon liqueur is, it's a liqueur, so that means it's really sugary, but and it's not you got high Bacardi alcohol. then rum,
0: which I'm assuming also plays, like, a factor because well, like, it's Bacardi.
1: Yeah. All alcohol has sugar in it, or it turns to sugar. It metabolizes sugar in your yeah. system. But I like it. I'm in, I'm in the Christmas mood now.
0: I <laughs> yeah. I like the color. It's really pretty.
1: Me too. But I'm so excited today
0: for our Flint-centric episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no, I feel like I pressure you into coming on, but I <laughs> love having conversations with you. And I think you do a really great job of having conversations. And you have a lot of knowledge, unless... You're, like, your dad who (laughs) would BS all the time and, like, just throw stuff out there and you're like, wait, is that a truth or is that made up? A feeling there. I don't know. Is that a dad thing? Might be. Yeah.
2: I don't think he was a liar.
0: No, (laughs) no, no. he, like, like, wasn't he, like, kind of known for, like, fluffing things up a little bit? yeah.
2: And I've been known to bend the truth. truth. (laughs)
1: Like my dad, I 1000% believe, like, I don't remember what brought it up, like aliens or something, uh, talking to my dad. And he goes, well, I seen Bigfoot that one time. We were in the Hoosier National Forest. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, when we were traveling down the road in the motorhome. You know, (laughs) came right out in the road, jumped over the thing and just went off into the woods. And I was like, Dad. Are you freaking kidding me? And he's like, "What? You don't remember that?" And I was like, "No." And then I came over here and, and I told Dusty, and Dusty looks at me and she goes, "Don't you think he was fucking with you?" And I was like, "Damn it! Yes, he was, <laughs> yes.
0: one thousand <000%. laughs> percent." And I hope you didn't take offense to that
2: because no,
0: no, I no, no, obviously no. loved and love your dad, but wasn't it like a like especially like golf? You wouldn't want to play golf with him. Well, with for husband? other
2: re- other reasons and. In- Right, right, but <laughs> then just making it up right. stories. <laughs> but I will
0: say, like, when I talk to him sometimes, I'm like, I would always think, like, wait, was he joking or was he not? Like, his sense of humor. Yeah, it's pretty dry. was very dry. Yeah. Oh, very dude, dry, that's the best. But, oh, yeah. I love it. Ugh. It was
1: fantastic.
0: Great. R.I.P.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. One of the good ones. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. he was. But. Any We had a request come in from your dear niece, Emma. Oh, and she was like, I need you to have Flint on and talk about conspiracy theories. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: I love this. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, know. I
0: know. And we talked a little bit last night like about conspiracies and, right. and all of that. Um, but where did conspiracies come from? I thought well, that was interesting.
2: So, yeah, like coming on, Haley, you said to pick out my favorite conspiracy theory. Yes. So... I don't know if I have, like, a favorite one. Right. I but mean, the first one that comes to mind is the assassination of JFK. Yes. <clears throat> but that one, the shit is so deep on it that um, right? I don't...
1: Right, because it's, like, the magic bullet. And then, you know, like, was Oswald a patsy? And, like, right. you know, yeah, all that stuff. But it's crazy that there's... Especially nowadays, like more conspiracies, like even in what, 1964 when JFK got shot, there's literal right. video of it. And, and you still, it's controversial because it's like, right. did he, he got hit first and he went down and then somebody like shot him? So, like, did it, which direction did it come from? Like, all well, that, that stuff. That
2: film, it's the Zapruder film or yeah. something like that. It came out years after the, <sighs> which the is Warren just, Commission. And so, what, so right after uh, Kennedy was shot, Lyndon Johnson, he had an executive order to form the Warren Commission, as it was called, and he wanted it rushed before the next election later that year. So in six months, they, they got right on it, six months, and then what they concluded was that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone, and that he's the one who shot him, Right. and so it didn't really Passed the smell test with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people thought, it. like, well, <laughs> if he may have been a shooter, but surely there were more people involved, right? And so that's where it was a conspiracy, right? And so that's it's um, now used as like a pejorative. It's a it's an insult. If somebody calls me a conspiracy theorist, they're not complimenting me,
1: right? Right. Yeah, <clears> no. um,
2: but that's really where that term was coined, really. And now now it's now it's like a an insult, right? So and really I, what, I would have
0: thought that term was created a long time ago. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like it's
1: well, interesting. Well, it was
2: used it was used a long time ago, but the, now it's the like a baggage. Verb or, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. It means right. a lot more than two oh, people. What are you a conspiracy two, theorist? Two people working together for some evil. Right. Plot, right. right. Basically what it means.
1: It's a conspiracy, man. Right. But <laughs> so when I when
2: I think of conspiracy theories, I think of um, like underhanded government Plots to do something like nefarious. Yes. Um, so, like, uh, like they put chemicals in our water to keep Pride us. To keep it. us, or or they're they're putting stuff in uh, airplane exhaust that it sprinkles yes. down on us. and These
1: us... I am into, but it's like...
2: But none of that's true. I
1: know, and right? like um, my favorite about the water is that they put fluoride in the water because fluoride calcifies your pineal gland, and your pineal gland is the one that you use for your real thinking
2: Naga, you know
1: whatever so they keep us oppressed by putting fluoride in the water and in our toothpaste and everything
2: so so um what i came to talk about is not so much a conspiracy theory but it is a conspiracy in the fact that many people were involved for like a common what was that
1: i think that was bubba yeah i think he's just talking like a
2: bird or
0: something yeah i sound like my dog when yeah, i'm outside. is gonna start crying here yeah. soon but anyways
2: yeah so I'll, we can get into it then but uh it's eugenics in america have you ever heard of it
1: um so like yes and no i've heard of it but i haven't really like looked into it um like to me when you say like eugenics in america I think you mean more specifically
2: like... the eugenic laws that were passed in America. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, no. See, yeah. I my mind directly goes to like indoctrinating the children, like in school and stuff, rather well, than it, like it was
2: um, taught in schools for sure. Interesting. So, um, just a quick background on it. So, Darwin came out with the Origin of Species, yes. 1859, and that's when um, there's a lot of advancements in science. And an arm of that advancement was um, genetic and, um, like, heredity, like, like, science. Like, understanding that genes uh, pass from person, like, from one generation to the next. And um, Right.
1: Just and understanding. What, what
2: Darwin was looking at was natural selection. So, yes. the cheetah runs really fast because the slow cheetahs don't survive and pass on those genes. Only the fast gene survive. Right. And that's why right. they can go 60 miles an hour. Now.
1: Side note. I just read a thing that said that we're doing that to like spiders cuz we kill the ones that come out and so we're genetically modifying spiders to stay to hidden and like <laughs> yeah, yeah. like bugs and stuff like we're actually making them evolve as a species to be able to live like without getting like busted and killed by us because like we only kill the ones that go out so the ones in the back are like don't do that. Right. Frank got whacked yesterday okay, and like so, I wouldn't recommend Okay.
2: So to, here. to piggyback off that, so Charles Darwin's half cousin, um, Francis Galton I think that's what his name is. He took his work, and he wrote his own book. And in the book, he had um, thoughts on artificial selection. So Darwin was more natural selection. His half-cousin took it, ran with it. Artificial selection. And in that book, he first coined the term eugenics, which is Latin for like good birth or good something. Like yeah. Something like that. Interesting. <laughs> and uh, so he was looking at how farmers for centuries or thousands of years have been selectively breeding cows. So the right. cow with the biggest balls produces and the one <laughs> right. from right. Saybrook doesn't. Or <laughs> yeah,
1: so <for> after <laughs> several generations, you get, the,
2: you get the traits that you look for. Right. So he took that leap from animals and applied it to humans. And so <laughs> that's where like, the theory of eugenics came from. And what he had saw was that the British elite, he determined that they were elite. They were that way because they had good genes. Right. And there was a lot of poverty around the Industrial Revolution around that time um, in America, a lot of immigration. And so they were... um, Worried that these good genes were going to be polluted by these bad genes.
1: Oh no, not right. the mutts! No, <laughs> Jeez Louise!
2: So it was—it was all theory until 1907, Indiana passed the first eugenics law in the world.
1: Wow, interesting.
2: Uh, well, let me back up. So with eugenics, there were when um, when Galton had his uh, his book come out. What he was promoting was what's called now positive eugenics, where you're encouraging two smart people who get married to have a lot of kids. Right. Uh, there was this paradox that scientists looked at where the affluent people, the smarties, the elite, they would have fewer children than the poor people who would have like 10 kids. I think that's still so, true. Yeah, is, <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of that. Like, yeah. it, like the birth rates in America have been going down, right. and in third world countries, they're maintaining or right. going higher. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I definitely think in a <laughs> controversial opinion. I've said that you should get a, have an IQ test in order to have kids, but I mean, obviously I would never like condone that. But well, like, you
2: would have been in the majority. Uh, back then. Right,
1: but also, don't we know smart people who have had kids and those kids are
0: dumb? Yeah.
2: Yes,
1: like it's not necessarily right. just because you're two smart people, or even two ugly people can make a beautiful person. Right. Like it's you know, I don't think it's, it's just true. like luck of the draw. I don't think yeah. that it's like you can be like, okay, you guys mate, and then you're gonna right. make this perfect. Yeah,
2: but you and, might environment. Right, right. You, know.
0: right. you might right. get into this, but didn't they have like guidelines as like if you fall into this category, then.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, um, <clears throat> where it came to, like, um, like, the, um, oh, what am I trying to say? Uh, so, like, theory went into practice with mm-hmm. this concept of negative eugenics, where you're not promoting the good genes, you're, you're probably still promoting the good, what they thought of was people with good genes to have kids. Right. But they took it a step further and started to, um... Started to like endorse negative eugenics, where you're forced sterilizing oh, no. the bad See, Yeah, you can't
1: and do
2: that. When it was all said and done, like we can go into the timeline. When it was all said and done, when it was finally like repealed after World War II. Dang
0: um, that so yeah, forty. It, well, years? it went in.
2: It went into the seventies. It's just it wasn't as documented. Oh, but anyway, God. sixty-five thousand people were forced sterilized in America.
1: That's a lot of people, That's especially of people. back at nineteen whatever.
2: Well, so it started in 1907. That law, the Indiana Supreme Court, um, they repealed it in the early 20s. I want to say, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, but the the movement did not lose any traction. People, scientists, elite. There was a poll done by um, it was Fortune magazine in 1937. It polled should um, imbeciles is what they call them or That's feeble <laughs> feeble minded people right. should they be forced sterilized and two thirds of Americans said yes, and then it asked should criminals be forced sterilized and about two thirds said yes to that too. <sighs> Only fifteen percent of America said no to both. I mean, I don't. It was very. It was very popular.
1: You can't. You can't. Right. So I mean, there
2: <laughs> was um there was this guy named Lof, or, uh, um, Laughlin uh, Harry Laughlin, um Harry Laughlin. He um, wrote a model law um, that he looked at the Indiana law getting repealed. He wrote his own model law. He had it reviewed by legal experts. Virginia was the first state to adopt this model law that went through the whole rigor of being uh, reviewed by legal analysts. So in um, 1924, the Virginia Forced Sterilization Act, I think it was called, was... um, was cool. passed, and it was, it was on the books.
0: Um, oh, it's but, tough. It's but tough. even can't then you can do that.
2: Even then, up until 1924, uh, forced sterilizations were very rare. They didn't happen that often. Um, they wanted to, um, like, test this new law that's on Virginia's books. And so I was telling Lacey about this case last night that went to the Supreme Court. It's called Buck versus Bell. Okay. There was this girl, 18-year-old Carrie Buck. She... Um, she was, the mo- she was the daughter of this mother who had three different children by three different parents, and she was, like, a, into prostitution. She, she probably wasn't... She was what they would probably refer to as bad genes.
1: Ah, I see. Yeah.
2: Okay, so... In the
1: category, yeah. Her
2: mother, being poor, destitute, whatever, Carrie Buck ended up being adopted okay. uh, by this other family. Um, and the... Parents who adopted her were said to be just like very cold to her. They wouldn't allow her to call her mom or dad, um, and uh, she was like a Cinderella-like character, like right. forced to like clean, blah blah blah. She got raped by the adoptive mother's nephew, got pregnant, and um, and the mother, the adoptive mother, sent her to the Virginia Colony for feeble-minded and epileptics. It was something called that. So they she they sent her away. Right. And they called her feeble-minded. And they're like, all right, we'll take her. Oh, my gosh. Um, so this one guy, what's his name? Um, I guess it doesn't really matter what his name is. Oh, well, Bell, John Bell. He was like, ooh, this Carrie, this would be a good case study. So he, yeah. petitioned, he peti- petitioned the board of directors at this colony for feeble-mindedness people. He said, hey, her mom was like... Uh, promiscuous, right? She, she was really and promiscuous was considered a, something you inherit. It was a gene. Her <laughs> mom was promiscuous. She's eighteen. She's pregnant this. out of wedlock. She's oh, obviously good. promiscuous. So Carrie Bell gave birth to a little girl named Vivian. Um, he he petitioned the board of directors at this colony to force sterilize her. Oh my god! Um, Carrie eight being eighteen, she's like, no, I don't want to be forced sterilized. Yeah, and I'm an not, And by the way, I'm not feeble minded. <laughs> So it went to it went to um, the circuit court first. Circuit court upheld that they can force sterilize her, and she's like, "Oh my god!" So then she appeals. It goes to the Virginia Supreme Court. Right. They uphold it. So come at this on, point people. At this point, she's running out of options. She's going to be forced sterilized. God. She takes it to the U.S. Supreme Court. Go girl. And her argument was that they're violating my Fourteenth Amendment of equal protection, and. By the way, you can't force sterilize people. That's fucking evil. Yes. Um, eight to one ruling upheld. Them. She was forced yeah. She was forced yep. sterilized. And her kid chills. was.
1: Me too. And her
2: daughter was. Vivian. Who was oh just a baby. Oh
1: my god. You just can't. Like, there's no way. Even though I feel like, like I said, controversial opinion. You should have to take an IQ test or something. But you literally can't. You can't make people not have kids or whatever. Like, you just... You can't. It's and I wonder if this like does this go along the lines of like when they were like performing abortions, like if they were necessary or whatever, then they would sterilize you. Like I wonder if that is like a sidebar of all of this. That's a great question. Like, you know.
2: So that um, in the sixties and seventies. Um, well, let me back up. I'll get to that though. Okay. That's <laughs> a That's a great question, and your your suspicion is, is uh, warranted yeah. here. Um, so after the Supreme Court ruled and upheld this eugenic law, that's when the all the states were very comfortable with it. And there, right. was, a, there was about like 30, 33 states who had forced sterilization laws. <sighs> Out of the 65,000, 20,000 have been in California, so they make up a big part of it.
0: Like, it's just crazy. So in, his it's jail so in,
2: the, in his jail cell, in um, like 1930, Hitler writes Mein Kampf. In it, he talks about he, he gives glowing praises to america and their eugenics program
1: way to go america yep
2: yeah, so God. he um he <laughs> modeled he modeled his um his nazi laws uh, right. after after america in fact the guy that laughlin guy who modeled that first virginia bill he um like either consulted or his work was directly used for modeling the um the Nazi regime's Which laws is regarding this. the biggest eugenics so, thing in history, probably. After, and they ended up forced sterilizing about 450,000 people. So they took it and went to the next level. And even while it was going on, there were a lot of um, intellectuals in America who were praising Nazi Germany and saying, you know what? It's ah, so messy. They took, our, <laughs> they took our idea and they really did what we were trying to do here. <laughs> Um, but after the, after the horrors of World War II were realized in tr- concentration camps and, and whatnot, it, it did change America's public opinion on it. And <laughs> so like, that's when it, it started, started <laughs> to kind of go out of favor. Yeah. Um, at Nuremberg, the war criminals of Nazi Germany were being tried after World War II. Yeah. And um, the prosecutor said to one of the Nazi defendants, he's like, how could you force sterilize people? And he's like, bitch, we learned it from you. Your Supreme Court upheld it. That's that's in the um, in the case. They they actually cited the Supreme Court decision like, to well, justify
1: US of A uh, what they did has there. been checking all the boxes for that already. Okay,
2: so you were um, you were talking about how maybe some women went in for a surgery and while the doctors were in there they perhaps sterilized them. Yeah. That is absolutely what happened. Yeah. In nineteen seventy there was a, uh, a US Senate hearing or investigation. Um, and they found that in the decade prior in the 1960s, and this was just one state, I think it was South Carolina, might have been Mississippi, but it was somewhere down south, as yeah. you would probably guess. Um, two thousand <laughs> women, women went in for a routine procedure. And when they woke up, they were, uh, their fallopian tubes were cut. Uh, you were, can't
1: just do that to people. Yeah. It's so crazy. So they, like, uh, they
2: coined the term, after, like, that became public, they coined the term a Mississippi, um, a, what's the one where you get your appendix removed? Um, uh, append- appendectomy. Or oh, something. Yeah, 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 So they, yeah. they even, they even had a word for Oh, what for a cute
1: it. little name for your, yeah. like, sister that went in to, like, you know, have her shit. Fixed and ended up getting a sterilization. Like, we know somebody that went in for an abortion because she was, like, having a miscarriage or whatever. They sterilize her. We do? Yeah, I will tell you afterwards, we do. And I found this out as, like, a sidebar because we were watching Yellowstone, spoiler alert, when they do that to Beth. Yeah. My dad was like, oh, yeah, that's what... And I was like, Dad, what the F? Like, I did not know... Yeah, it, like, so, and that was like, I don't know, 1970s, 80s, went in for, her, and they were like, if you want an abortion, we're going to sterilize you. And she was like, well, like, I'm going to die if I don't have an abortion, so I guess.
2: There were, there were other, there was more outrage. Um, so there was the Mississippi appendectomy, um, but there were also, um, uh, forced sterilizations, um on the threat of losing their welfare benefits. And they were all poor black single women.
1: Did this happen to men? Were they sterilizing men?
2: Um, about 60 to 70% of all of them performed were done on women. Yeah. Um, women haters (coughs) for the men. It was to, uh, make them less like violent or criminally, (sighs) uh, but for the women, they just wanted, oh God, their, they wanted their gene pool to end with this. It's like what
1: we do to dogs. Like, hey, cut your dog's balls off. He'll be better. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, literally. Like, yeah.
0: That is just so Ugh. insane. Like, I don't.
1: But do you think, so, like, this started in, like, the next, like, could I, uh, blah, blah, blah could this be part of like civil rights movements and like you said it was like mostly black women were like, well, if we're gonna give them rights we better not let them reproduce you know and they probably targeted black women as like, well you know we gave you voting rights and you can work at NASA now or whatever what was that movie
2: <laughs> yeah well, there I don't was know. definitely racial um, components to it and right that's, that's how it's like looked back on now it was to. It was to secure the position of the white man and woman, white families in America yeah. without the threat of brown people taking over. Oh my right? God. Polluting, polluting their, you know, perfect pools. Yeah. yeah. The gene I, pool. And
0: maybe um, you don't know this, but I want to ask a question about, like, Hitler and oh all of that. <laughs> because didn't they, didn't he also? like take notes of what we did to blacks down south and was like oh yeah. that's really actually fantastic i'm gonna start putting these practices america's got all the best ideas play with the jews
2: absolutely yeah like uh, the jim crow south there were laws like, you know on property ownership or right um you know what fountain you could drink at what right. jobs you could have um so there were like blatantly or th- there were blatantly racist laws on the books. Right. Not just, uh, it wasn't just like a cultural thing. Like, yeah. um, you know, they, they just know not to go there, there. There were laws against it. And so when, uh, when Hitler started to enforce um, those same type of laws on Jews in Germany... He would cite American, <laughs> American laws discriminating against blacks. And when he was oh, criticized... So crazy. When he was criticized for it, the criticism did come, um, but he would point them in our direction to the American South. It's just so and, sad. And what right would we have to tell him not to do that to Jews when we're doing it to the blacks?
1: Yeah, it's right. like pot calling the kettle black. I yeah. mean, you can't be like, well, it's bad when you do it, but when we I mean, do he, it...
2: Obviously, he took it to the next level, but there were right. there were lynchings, there were...
1: 1920s. I just read about, or I watched a video or something about, um, oh, maybe it was a podcast. Anyways, in 1921, uh, Black Wall Street in some town in, yeah, Tulsa, Oklahoma, they killed, they just like lit the place up. Like, set everything on fire and then stood there and waited with guns and just shot everybody when they came running out of the buildings because they lit it on fire. Like, I don't know, something crazy like 3,000 people died. And it's like, well whoopsie poopsie, we accidentally did that in 1921, but we're not like that anymore, you know? Like, I just feel like it's all about hate, and it's so weird to me that it... But what do they say? There's, like, a saying, like, nothing brings people together, like, a dislike of something or whatever, you know? People bond over shit that they hate. enemy. Enemy, yeah, there you go. And so...
0: I just think it's so crazy that, like, 1,000... I... Just feel it deep down in my gut, and maybe there's like proof of this, guys. I am not talking a lot because I don't like. (laughs) You you don't like it. I don't like research a lot. Like I love learn like learning this information from Flint or whatever. But yeah. But like our old people that were like in government, these old white men were definitely in cahoots with like Hitler. And then when Hitler took it to the extreme, then we were like, oh. Well, that guy's, you know... <laughs> but they were, like, probably talking about, like, oh, what you're doing is
1: great. Oh, what you're doing is great. But it's yes. really not great. <laughs> it makes me think of, like, the guys at the bar, like, they're all, like, buddy-buddy with each other, and then, like, one of them will leave, and they'll be like, that guy, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, was that Hitler? they're like, yeah, dude, like... Keep up the great work. And then Hitler left, and they're like, I think he might be taking this shit too far. <laughs> <laughs> like, should anybody say something? Is anybody going to say anything to old Adolf? Because, like, I don't think that we should be culling him. You know, like, right. he said he was going to kill all of them, but maybe, you know, he should just, like, do what we're doing and, like, sterilize them and stuff. Like,
0: <laughs> oh, that is just so, so crazy to me. And, like, the fact that I didn't know that that was. A part of the United States history, I think, is crazy. Well, I think
1: that's kind of what makes it a conspiracy: is nobody really knows. Right, but
0: there's not like taught factual. (laughs) It's not like in school. Like, I need like all of our history books need to be redone. One thousand percent. They're whitewashed. Things like this need to be taught because if you're not talking about like what you did previously, you're not really learning from it to move on. I mean, like, yeah, for sure. What? Well, there, there's like,
2: um, there's legacies that still exist today with the eugenics movement. In um, in Israel, I forget what the program's called, but what they encourage is that before two people get married, they're both gene tested. And so if they both come back with a, uh, I think the disease is Tay-Sachs, but I'm not really sure. If they both come back with... Markers for that disease. Then that couple decides, like, hey, I don't think it's really worth it if we have kids. So that's uh, that's, that's that application of it of eugenics and like the the whole um the whole like concept or the whole goal of them was to eliminate disease, eliminate poverty, and probably unwritten to preserve the white race. Right. right. Uh, that's always uh, the, the little. And by yeah, the way, we've got to keep yeah, the whites going. But the, <laughs> you uh, know. the eliminate disease thing, like. The intentions are good there. It's just the application, it became sinister, and we look back on it with... But
1: we still do that. Like, you get genetic testing when you're pregnant, and it's like, you know, you find out what's going on in there, and you can, like, get abortions and stuff, because, like, you know, uh... the baby might not be able to, like, thrive in life because they have this gene or whatever, you know. So it's like, okay, like, you don't, it's a high-risk pregnancy, you could die, the baby's definitely not going to make it, you know, stuff like that. Like, that's probably in the line of, like, eugenics, but it's good. I mean, or however, you know, you don't, I mean, Mm -hmm. if the baby's not going to live, then, like, I'm glad we found out at eight weeks rather than... 35 right. and then I you know you mom dies decision. and then yeah right
0: but it's Ugh. all about like the decision
1: yes it's all about the decision <laughs> let people make decisions it is wild like if dumb ugly people want to have babies okay fine fine <laughs> Who cares? Let yeah. them have them. It's I a mean, fundamental
2: right. You right. Should, the right to reproduce. It, it exactly. should be Ugh. something you're born with.
1: And it's like so crazy that we're still, I mean, it goes into the whole like Roe versus Wade, like abortion thing that we're still, it's weird that we're still like fighting over it. And they said it and like, whatever, when was Roe versus Wade? Like the eighties or early nineties, they were like, no, we can't tell women what to do. And then everybody's like, wait, yeah, we can get rid of that <laughs> shit. Like, what are we
0: doing? We're going to give
1: everybody rights. Please right. louise I just, that ain't gonna work out yeah
0: i'm very much like my what i would do for myself is now what everyone else should do right
1: but thank god you have that right to decide right you know like yeah. ugh, yeah that's the thing of it is you're just you're taking away rights if you're yeah. sterilizing people you're taking away their rights yeah mm-hmm.
0: but when flint told me that story last night of that girl ugh. and then it getting denied by the u.s supreme court Wait and. God. She was forced to be sterilized. Oh, let me, let me that read you the, makes me sick the to majority, my stomach.
2: The majority opinion was written by a guy named Oliver Wendell Holmes. Oh, I thought he was a justice. <laughs> he was the one who wrote the uh, majority Not uh, opinion. <laughs> it is better for all the world if instead of waiting to execute degenerate offspring for crime or to let them starve for their imbecility, society can prevent those who are manifestly unfit from continuing their kind the principle that sustains compulsory compulsory why can't I compulsory say compulsory yeah. just not
1: that many syllables, brain
2: wasn't yeah, yeah. the principle that sustains compulsory vaccination is broad enough to cut to cover cutting the fallopian tubes
1: no it's not three
2: three generations of imbeciles are enough and he was referring to her mother the prostitute oh <sighs> Uh, Carrie, the pregnant like out of wedlock, and then her daughter Vivian.
1: Like, Carrie went all the way to the Supreme Court. Imagine if she had been able to put her, like, effort into something else. Like, it, she could have been, like, a, a Supreme Court justice yep. or something, right. you know, but they were like, nope, sorry, your mom is a prostitute, and that makes you bad, and your daughter's gotta go too, buddy. Like, jeez Louise, like, how can we, I, the audacity is what right. it is. Ugh. I, I think it's
0: still so crazy to me that this happened in the 1900s. Like, that wasn't that long ago.
1: Yeah, all of that stuff. Like, even my... So, my dad's parents were old. Like, my dad's dad and mom were born in 1919 and 1920. And, um, like, oh, I'll be so crazy. You know, obviously, they've been gone. They'd be 100 years old by now. But, like, even my dad says... Uh, like, his mom was like, well we let a black man, like, cook our eggs. Like, I wouldn't... If we went into a restaurant and there was a black man cooking, I wouldn't, like... I would let him cook my eggs. And it's like, how are you even... Like, how was that even a statement that that guy made in the Supreme Court? Like, we can't let these imbeciles. And it's like, do you guys... I just... The mindset of back then is just so insane to me. And it's even crazier that nowadays people still say shit like that. Like, there are little Nazis in America that are like, we need to preserve the white race. Like, we can't be letting all these mixed breeds, like, go with each other and stuff. Like, I just... Ugh, can we please just move on and change our ways and become better people? Like, we right. don't need to sterilize people or, like, not let them get married or not let them get abortions and stuff. Like, it is just...
0: Right. But I think it, like, goes back to, like, not also being aware. I feel like... Yeah. I feel... I just feel like we don't do a good enough job of talking about our past in a way that is going to help us be better people and help us move on. Right. When, like, either we're trying to hide stuff or just not be truthful. Like, I feel like America does a really great job of telling you what they want you to know and not, like, the full truth.
1: Yeah. It's all about education, for sure, too, you know? It's like, if you don't know, then...
0: I don't know what I don't know, right? <laughs> you know stuff like that. So if nobody ever tells you again, it blows my mind that I didn't know. Like that was a thing.
1: Yeah. That they're just at sterilizing that tens of thousands of people. Imagine, like those, those people could have had kids that are right. Yeah. That I was trying to do
2: some napkin math. So sixty-five thousand people. Let's say it ended in sixty-three, which it, there's it probably didn't. Yeah. There's probably some that were done. Like that Mississippi thing. Um, So 65,000 people, that's generation one. Let's say they average like one and a half kids each. So that puts the second generation at like 140,000, 150,000. And by now, they would have had kids. So... Right. I mean, it's like could be as much as, like, 300,000 people are here. And talking about the population
1: wouldn't. going down, it's like, well, yeah, we freaking sterilized a bunch of people. And they were like, I'm over it. Like, I don't want to have kids then. Fine. I guess I won't. And my kids, and how many, like, gen- families, like, yeah. yeah, and how many families, like, ended because of that, you know? Like, right. the family name, like, yeah. well, I guess I'm an idiot, so I got to get sterilized. So, sorry, Dad, I can't pass on your name anymore because... I'm not good at scooping cow shit. So where did they?
0: Do you know where? Where did they like do most of the sterilizations? Was it at like facilities like that? Yeah. So like if you were brought in because say you had like a mental break or right. whatever the case may be, where and you did, got they raided, evaluated Medicaid, yeah. right, or so they evaluate you and they're like actually, we need to sterilize you. But, like how do you choose? Like.
1: Like, here, can you take this ABCD was it, was quiz? Was
0: everyone that gets, submit, like, gets put into these institutions? No,
2: no. It wasn't everybody. But um, the
0: state hospitals and so stuff. So there
2: like were certain, like it. for the women, there were certain ages, like the childbearing years. That right. They so if you were...
1: They just decided to make that decision older. for you. Like, yeah. well, you're 14 now and about to get married, so...
0: <laughs> Not 14, I would hope. <laughs> I mean, Back then. probably, yes.
1: But I wonder, too, like, a, you know state hospitals started closing. In... Exactly.
2: That used to be a thing. There was, um, right. down just south of here, there was the uh, McLean County Home for the Poor oh. that closed in, um, I think, before World War II. Uh, oh, wow. But if you were, like, it was, actually, maybe it was earlier than that. Wait, was that place no... you showed me? Yeah. And they right have up, the, right a right big patch town. of unmarked graves. There was, oh, wow. There's this small patch in the middle of the cornfield that's out there now. Um, and it's just, uh, some trees and grass and you wouldn't know that 300 unmarked graves are buried under there. But anyway, the point is, um, if you were like a minority and poor and homeless, that's where you were sent. Right. It was before there was any sort of welfare program that didn't come till the thirties Right. Um, or any sort of like safety net. But and still, so there was people like that, that they would I just, take out.
1: And i like, state hospitals were awful everybody knows like they the conditions were not good and all that stuff and they like experimented on people like we went to Bartonville and learned about like that doctor was doing all like electric shock treatment and stuff like that and it's like it's such a, bu- a bummer <laughs> that we decided that those people don't matter Yeah. put them in a state hospital whatever we don't even care what happens to them because like think about the number of like homeless people and like mentally ill people that can't like live a normal life and like you know have a home or whatever and take care of themselves with a the job and we're just like oh sorry we're gonna close all of these facilities that would be really good for you guys because the people that run them can't get their shit together and are sterilizing people electric shock like all this stuff ugh it'd be great if we still had those facilities and they like ran good mm-hmm. yeah. and then people would have a chance to like live a good life. Right. You know, I mean, there's tons
2: I, of horror stories from those same facilities you talk
0: about. All the ghost right. shows go there to <laughs> yeah. investigate because they're like because all of, the atrocities so that happen Like, <laughs> like we have got this. Yes, I think a lot about like um, the work that Graham Hancock does and how he brings to light that really we had civilizations here a lot, like, like a more long, than ten thousand years ago. ago. Like a lot more than what people are. are actually saying and what's in our history books like that is actually not accurate and they're finding evidence and they're finding evidence and i just like have such a hard time understanding like people have been around for a very long time why is it taking us so long to come to to figure it out we are today yeah it's so confusing i know it's i
1: think history is bound to repeat itself uh, sometimes yeah. because people don't learn and like I don't know might be a very different conversation if you talk to somebody that was like from Mississippi that's like we gotta preserve the we should we should get somebody on here the grand oh, wizard God. of the <laughs> you know? Patrick and I saw a sign when we were um we went from Lynchburg to Talladea and we took like back roads through Tennessee and Alabama and in one of the towns in Alabama there was a white sign in front of a church that said a brotherhood meeting Wednesday, eleven o'clock and it had like the little lightning bolts on it crazy. or whatever. And I'm just like, How much gas do we have? Like,
0: like we gotta get out of here. You yeah. know what's also crazy? So our good friend who lives down in Texas for a while. Oh yeah. Um and I'm gonna probably get some of the like towns' names wrong, and maybe I shouldn't even. Yeah, like, I was say, say, just, say just. But just say they like in the either right before she moved there, it was in the 2000s. Like there was a lynching there.
1: Like what the f are we doing? Like why can't we all just get along? Why <laughs> can we bring? Cares? Cares? Like, why do we care so much peace about and other love people? Jeez Louise! Like just it's so crazy to me to like look at somebody and go. I don't think you should have kids. Right. like which and then be like go get sterilized right. like I have that right to be like goodbye go to your right. doctor and you're not allowed because you didn't pass the IQ test like not that long ago like our grandparents yeah experience they probably knew somebody that they're like yep imbecile number 45 <laughs> over there at the Peoria State Hospital yeah. got sterilized like oh my goodness crazy crazy mm-hmm.
0: And it's so
1: crazy, and I also like why why was it the white people like why why white people are crazy as f like, like I don't even why know I was my, like why but back and to how? Like, the like, royal why? family and
0: how? I don't know
1: like I don't in the beginning you said something about them uh, about like their genetics are like superior like that's why they're the royal family but also aren't they inbred. Does that really make them superior? Yeah. Like, well,
2: he wasn't talking about the royal family, but you're right. There's...
1: I mean, yeah. Like, why do we think that they're so much better? I don't get it. I like,
2: don't, personally.
1: Yeah, what is the... Like, what makes somebody better than somebody else? Money. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: right. right. I mean, honestly, if you watch Game of Thrones or House of Dragon, like, there's definitely, like... Inbreeding breeding going on, where it's oh, like, yeah, brothers. It's, it's because, because they want to keep the bloodline strong and pure, and and then you end they, up with a the five they, they, chin. like they're top notch.
1: Right, but also, yeah. But why do you think that you need to kiss your brother to make a good baby? You know, like, yeah, you yeah. can make it one with. Another nice, good-looking fellow in the neighborhood. Like, it's not like, well, my brother's a really good catcher or thrower or whatever. I feel like
0: this conversation (laughs) took a lot of... What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Any hoodles. Yeah. It is just so crazy.
1: What's your second favorite conspiracy?
2: Well... Eugenics isn't even in the top five. I, just, <laughs> I was not, trying to think it's of It's just very interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I've been, I have been looking into the JFK thing quite a bit. Um, Oliver Stone put out a documentary not too long ago. You oh, know, I. Have that got me into it, this. and then he was on Rogan. I listened to that, and it's just really fascinating. Um, the
1: babushka lady and like all that stuff. Like, What's that? In the background of the Subruder film, there's the Babushka lady, and she also has a video camera. And there is never, yeah, yeah. yeah, There's never been like any.
2: Well, all of the evidence is starting to really point to um, Lyndon B. Johnson. He's the one that got him. He was like kind of the linchpin in the whole thing.
1: Right, because of like the mob was pissed off and.
2: Yeah, he the mob was double crossed by his brother Robert, um, and before. Well, I mean, do you really want to get into all this? I kind
1: of do. Like we, it's not. We're like forty minutes in. We have time. So, if people don't uh, want to listen anymore, piss off (laughs) them. We appreciate our. I love you all so much. Keep listening, please. It's gonna be good. In uh,
2: nineteen sixty, in California, um, Lyndon Johnson, as and the speaker of the house at the time, I don't remember his name, but he, they showed up to Kennedy's hotel room with a dossier, a file, and it was. Um, JFK's sex life he, he had been um, wiretapped at this point wiretapping was common in politics back then it probably still is Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. anyway yeah, he hard. said either I'm on the ticket or I'm going to give this over to Richard Nixon and him and Richard Nixon at the time were in a very tight race it was a very close race for the 1960 election Yeah. and Kennedy's like fuck alright you're on <laughs> and, and yeah. he's like you need Texas anyway you need me In his southern accent. (laughs) So anyway, um, prior to that though, Lyndon Johnson, he was the um, Senate majority leader and he had incredible power in Washington. Yeah. After it was announced um, that he was going to be the the vice president candidate, a reporter came up to him and he said, now why would you give up all that power? You're the Senate majority leader. Um, There wasn't a single defense budget piece of you know, um, like a any anything defense related military CIA, anything. Yeah, it did not get funded unless Lyndon Baines Johnson approved it. Oh He was a high school teacher before he started um, in Congress. That's wild. I and by know the that. time he was a vice president, he was worth $25 million, Ugh. which in today's dollars is like Gross. over $100 million.
1: I know. It's so yucky. So he would take yeah. bribes
2: and stuff like that. Yeah. He was in charge of all of the um, the black ops, like the black box projects of the CIA, which weren't even on the budget. They were a part of the aerospace Budget, right, and the they would song. appropriate over there. So he had the connection with the CIA. A reporter went up to him and said, "Why would you give up all this power to be vice president? Uh, the vice president job is pretty much like
1: you're just kind of the guy in yeah. case something you to, happens. You go <laughs> to like
2: dinners with you know third world country presidents. Like right. he, it's just ceremonial. Right and you're there. And he goes, well, last time I checked, oh, this is my Texas accent. Last, <laughs> the last time I checked. One in four vice presidents
0: <laughs> become become president. It? I'm listening. Here it is. Uh, become
2: president on the death of the or yeah, become president on the death of the the president. And I'm a gambling man, and I like my odds. <gasps> Lyndon. He was, he was sick and sadistic. He was a psychopath. He yeah. was Amoral. He, um, he Which fathered three illegitimate yeah. children. Um, no. And he um, and. The CIA, the military, um, and along with LBJ, they hated Kennedy. And, right. Ken- and Kennedy, and the feeling was mutual. Kennedy hated them. He, he wanted to, to end the CIA. Yeah,
1: he, he was, was trying to better of, everything and less mobs and yeah. drugs and all this stuff. And they were like, but we make a lot of money off these people. Well, so. and,
2: um, and Kennedy actually, um, like to get to the point he was in 1960, he, did, um, he was involved with the mob. Oh. And uh, paid like a million dollars for vote stuff, but anyway, that was just the way things were back then. Yeah. But anyway, he was the, the mob was double crossed <laughs> by his brother, the Attorney General. Yeah. Um, Robert Kennedy, and they were pissed off. So the mob was pissed off. The CIA was pissed off because of the Bay of Pigs, and I think we gotta wrap this. <laughs> I know, I <laughs> know. Bay too. of Pigs. They were pulling out of Vietnam, um, and uh, and the. Industri- the military-industrial complex is very powerful, yeah. and to uh, maintain that power, there has to be an enemy, and there has to be a war, and they got to fight it. Right. Kennedy wanted peace. He was right. the last president to talk so nobly about peace. Right. And um, and again, he was pulling out. He had plans to pull out. And bye. Um, <laughs> and they killed him, and I'm pretty sure LBJ was behind it, and that's that's the story. But there's there's a lot more we could get into, right? There. Because
1: it's like who shot him, and well, you guys was was Oswald like a patsy, and like or what? He was. What even? So
2: Oswald was involved with the CIA, and um, and who knows what he was told. But they didn't pick him up until um, like 70 minutes after the shooting. Right. The witnesses there have him on the second floor, um, and th- there's just a lot of evidence that leads you to believe that maybe he didn't he was there under different um, different what he thought were different circumstances
1: yeah <laughs> okay well this was a good one I love it like I did not know all of that stuff about the like eugenics and, yeah. and all that good stuff do you want to be on the podcast for you? yeah okay good yeah. job you, want to say Here, you can have my seat there you go Say say hi, you say, say hi. I'm on the podcast yeah. <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, but this is a great one. I love it. And I feel like we could do these all day long. Like more conspiracy. We should do like
0: at least once a quarter. Conspiracies yeah. with Flint.
1: Yeah. Because. Call I, something else. I'm into it. Because <laughs> I feel, I feel okay, like I'm. not want to be
2: I don't want to be branded as a conspiracy theorist. Tea because, time with Flint. <laughs> because of its uh, insulting nature.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why are you waiting? Yeah. Well, right. conversation right. with Flint. Peace. Love you all guys. Right. Love you. Cheers. Cheers.
2: Cheers.